This. This is, this is diversified, diversified, diversified game, game, game. game. A podcast giving entrepreneurial advice from a diverse and inclusive perspective with Kelly. He may agree, he may oppose, and it's more than just race, it's about, you know, ideas. So, let the game begin. Hey, it's Kellen, and today on Diversified Game, hey, check this out, y'all. This is smack water I have, and you don't know what's going to come out of his mouth. So before you let your kids listen to it, make sure you're doing your parenting job because it could get real, it could get raw, and it could be PG, but it also could be R. I'm going to let you know, Smackwater is on Instagram, online. He's been kicked off multiple times on multiple platforms. <laughs> and we're going to talk about diversifying the game because we all say, oh, we love this country's freedom of speech until we're offended. So, Smackwater, welcome to the show. How you doing? I'm good, Fambo. How are you? All is good. All is good. And I and let's just jump right into this because we were just talking about it when Smackwater turned on the screen. He said, oh, I didn't think you would have looked like that. And, and I'm all about diversifying the game, being me, being true to yourself. I'm, I'm from East Oakland, deep East Oakland. Also got to be in the burbs, so I got the best of both worlds. But at the same time, I got to be me and comfortable with these love locks in my hair. You know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my whole family, you know, my wife and my kids, they all natural hair. You know, um, sometimes they rock it in a different way. But, you know, um, what, what, do you, what do you do you get that a lot? Because, you know, you are an online personality and I'm sure when people meet you, they expect you to be one way, but you might be an introvert where you don't even talk, you know? Well, uh, naturally, naturally, I'm antisocial. Really, I hate people, you know? I really hate people, my dear. I don't, I don't, you know, I'm I'm a people's person. Like, I'm kind of complicated. I'm well-spoken, you know? I can, I can chop it up with anybody from a homeless bum to the president of the United States, you know? Uh, but overall, I really hate to be fucked with on on average. Like you know, I, I only want to be fucked with when I want to be fucked with. If you can feel. <laughs> but for the most part, I'm you know, just laid back. I ain't, I'm not an introvert. I'm I, I'm just more of a uh, standoffish and, uh, and sometimes I be in my zone. You know, you catch me in my zone, and and. And I'm cool. You know, everybody always tell me, though, damn, you just like you is online, man. You know, you you down on the earth because anybody can come speak to me and, you know, all that when you see me out in public. But I, I went to the store one time. I got a store across the street from my gym. I go get my food after I leave, leave working out every day. And all the dude working out, he was like, man, you been coming in here? He said, man, I just been wanting to ask you because you look like it before they even finish. I always be like, yeah, that's me. And then he'd be like, damn, I didn't, he was like, you just come in here and you, you be quiet. I say, nigga, what you want me to do? You want me to call your cake, ring, ring my fruit up, cake ass nigga? What you want me to do, my nigga? Everything, it's a time and place for everything. Nigga, you expect me to come in and just be a monkey nigga behind getting some fruit? You know, so this all depends on what people expect from you. At, you know, but I'm a, I'm a, just like you, I'm going to be me at any given point. You know, I might be loud and boisterous. I might be preserved, but it's just, it's me. And that's how I feel at that time. You know? 
Not definitely. And I think we all have our time. I mean, you put me in the right situation, you know, I'm going to be excited and, and, and happy and all type of things. But, you know, you, you online, to me, you give game and you also make it funny. And being, I'm somebody who likes to write for comedians, but being, and I put you in the, the edutainment category. I don't, I don't look at you as, oh, he's just making them funny. He's making them think. And, and that's one of those things where, where do you see yourself and where do you think the majority of people see you? Because if they always see you as a comedian, it's like, tell us a joke, like well, you were just well, saying. No, everybody, everybody know I'm not a comedian. This is even on my page. I, I, I created a word for myself. I'm a commentary. I do commentary. You find it funny. Sometimes I laugh because I find it funny, but I'm, not, I'm not, uh, not a comedian. I'm not trying to be a comedian. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't disrespect the craft like that because them people put in a whole bunch of work perfecting their craft. And I, for, and here comes some nigga, and he just come and just blow up talking about I'm a comedian when I'm not a comedian. The shit I say might be funny, and a lot of people laugh at the fact of how I'm telling it, or that I even got the nuts to say it at all. You know, because I talk the same shit people talk when the doors is closed. I just said. Out in the open, you know what I'm saying? This is how we talk in the confines of our own house. Well, the majority, 90 to 95% of the people wouldn't dare, you know, express this sentiment outside their front door because they don't, they might be afraid of being judged. They don't want the world to know that this is how they really feel and think. You know, I don't give a fuck, man. I'm me and I'm going to be me and I'm going to stand 10 toes down on whatever the fuck I say, I don't throw rocks and hide my hand. I'm smack water. I'm here. I ain't hard to find. Houston, Texas, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, if I say something, I mean it. If I mean it, I say it. And, you know, that just is what it is. What lane, because I, I see you, I can see you doing public speaking. And I know even to you, you might be like public speaking. But no, I, I, I actually took, uh, took public speaking in, in high school for two years, you know. And I'm going to say, go as far as what I tell everybody who I think who can get paid to speak because they have something to say in their unique way that Toastmasters will be great for you because you are going to ruffle feathers, but there are going to be times. And what happens with um, black speakers is always right before February or during February, they get on that phone. you talking about schools, everything. They just want to know, hey, what's black out there that can encourage people? I personally like to go into the detention centers and the, the, the jailhouse settings um, because you you can find a lot of jewels and gems there if people just needed like some direction, but where could you see yourself being paid to speak? I mean, don't call it the comedy club, call it the Smackwater club, or, you know, could it be for... I, I, I've had uh, a, a lot of promoters and stuff both ask me to come out to comedy clubs, and, and a lot of them feel like they feel like, I don't know, maybe turned off I was looking for a better term, but I just use that for the lack of one for right now. Uh, because I tell them, you know, I don't mind coming. You just can't market me as a comic, as a comedian. Because, mm -hmm. you know, when whenever you somebody say they're going to see a comedy show, they're going with the intent and the expectation of laughs. And I might, my show might end in a fight because I didn't say something that ran everybody in that motherfucker hot. 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, uh, so you know, I really, I, I don't have a problem being in any forum as long as they allow for me to be me. You know what I'm saying? And let me be real. You know what I'm saying? Because that's that's all I'm gonna ever be, and that's that's just what it is with me, man. I'm gonna be honest and, and as real as I can totally possibly be at all moments, man. Because you know we missing out on a the world is missing out on 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 a whole bunch of realness because everybody is butt hurt and feelings is hurt and motherfucker, I don't know, man. This it's a whole new world. I really don't know what to make of it. I, I don't, I can't really just pinpoint at how we got to this point and what point did this shit begin to shift and, and like everybody becomes so sensitive and you know, everybody, you know what it is? Like everybody wants to be heard and everybody want their opinion to feel like their opinion is the one that matters. But fuck what you got to say. But my opinion, you know what I'm saying? As long as you agree with what I'm saying, you are right. Um, the, the the term, and I want the listeners to you really, um, you know, engage, write this, um, Google this, ask Google, isopraxism. It's the term of when everybody is alike. They're wearing the same thing. They're talking the same way, whatnot. And I'm anti that because I thought we had free speech. I thought we could be individuals, but that's an, a, a fancy term when you guys are, you know, talking to your ladies out there and you want to, you know, uh, you say that word and should have to go Google yeah. it, look it up and, and, and see that you're real smart and sharp. But even, if, even in a room of, of like my, if everybody in the room is like-minded with just is like tunnel vision then at some point you're gonna hit a ceiling like there's at some point progress is gonna be hindered if everybody is like-minded you know what i'm saying because a motherfucker be like uh well we all need to stand on the right side of the room you know what i'm saying but but the nigga like man why don't we use the whole room you know what I'm saying? Why we all gonna stand over here cramped up up under each other when we got all this space? You know what I'm saying? So progress, you got to have people that's the world. It, it takes all types of people to make the world go round. Whether you agree with them or not, if they good, if you view them as a good person or bad person, it takes all type because this this is how we engage in conversations. This is how we move forward. This is how how certain things that need to be addressed come to the table because you have somebody that sees something in a different light or, or from a different perspective or a different angle. And so we are all able to address it because somebody, if, if, if somebody from the suburbs is not going to view crime like somebody from the ghetto because people from the ghetto view crime as a necessity. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people from the suburb, if you grew up in the suburbs your whole life, both of your parents worked, you were well-to-do, stayed in a gigantic big house, don't know what starving is, never went without a meal, or every time the new Jordans came out, y'all was standing in line waiting on them and shit like this here. But then here goes somebody talking about they selling dope. You don't understand that. Yeah. And, but, but from your perspective, society tells you that that is a bad person. You know that that this person needs to be disciplined. And whenever you see 
the laws in the hood, just like they just killed uh, George Floyd yesterday. He was from Ace Town, from Third War, may he rest in peace. But, you know, you got some people who, because I'm big on narrative. I always say the most dangerous thing on earth is a narrative. And black people don't control the story that's being told about them. You know what I'm saying? So you got people telling you that black people are animals. So when somebody who's never really interacted with black people on a certain level or too much, they see, they view them as an animal. So when they see the lawman doing what they do, they justify what the laws is doing without even, they don't even need a, 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 a precedent of the situation or what's going on. They automatically view that the black person is in the wrong and the laws are just doing their job and whatever they doing that is necessary, you know, because this is how you treat an animal. This is how you subdue an animal. You put your neck on his, on his, you put your knee on his neck until he stop breathing. He's an animal. He's a beast of birth, you know. No, that that's that's real, and I and I even um, have to even check myself because with all the like the hashtags and the things that happened thirty years ago, I find myself in conversations like, "Man, he's supposed to remember thirty years ago." And so, women say the same way we see it as black folk because we go through it. When it's women, they say, "Oh, you don't understand." that this is our, our fight. And I have to look at like, you know, Trump's comments of grabbing them by the P where as a man, I'm like, okay, he was just talking whatnot, but to women, they're like, no, that's offensive. And so we have to, I, 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 my bad, but I, you know, I didn't just say that nigga was talking. That nigga was dead serious. When he said he go grab him by the pussy, I took him literally. I was like, yeah, I can see that. You know what I'm talking about? You uh, arrogant, a white boy who always had money, arrogant, you know, uh, spoiled, and uh, he's a white man, and it's a white man's world, and he feel like he could do whatever the fuck he want to do and get away with it. So, you know, I'm rich, I'm white, you know, and shit, I'm gonna grab this hoe by the pussy, can't get nothing. Yeah, I never heard or seen that. Like I was like, you know, but I I hear, I definitely hear hear what you're saying, and if we again. Why we have that to? Just, that just doesn't apply on because Donald Trump is Donald Trump right here in the hood. If you got a nigga who who having money right here in the hood, they feel like they got the same right to do that to a female in the hood. Then I grab her by the pussy, bitch. Come here, you know what I'm saying? But in in our in our society, the dynamics I ain't gonna say they are too much different because I can see that like. White women like powerful, rich, powerful men. So when he grab them by the pussy, oh, they so not not to say that all of them, because I don't want women to be like, uh, I'm not to say all women, but I'm sure that some women, they might not, they might feel offended, but the fact that he's rich and powerful, they allow him to do it. They feel like his his power and his status and his clout overshadows their emotion and 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 how they feel violated. Well, it's Donald Trump, so I, I let him do it. But you better not try broke motherfucker, because they gonna scream on your broke ass. But you know, it's Donald Trump, and 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 some of them may have actually felt violated and disrespected and allowed it to go on because of who he is. Because no, I have seen yeah. it. You know, that's just what it is. 
No, definitely. And, and, and what's going through Holly Weird right now and, and the, the purging, it's not done because it's a lot of men I know that um, have been violated in the stories of, of being, you know, in the industry uh, behind the scenes and just being able to say, what? Who, where do they do that at? But tell me, tell me this. Talk about violations. You seem to have violated almost every online social media, you know, terms <laughs> and being kicked off, whatnot. What are you being kicked off for? in your opinion, and are they giving you proof and saying this is what you can't say? Uh, you know, they, they, they can technical, technically uh, label me or anybody as anything they want to because it, one, it's their platform, and two, you know, they make the rules, but sometimes they be like bullying or a or, or, or post goes against sexual or uh, sex guidelines. That's all type of little different stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's, and it's just somebody, you know, uh, OG always told me, if you throw a rock in a pack of dogs, a hit dog gonna holler, man. You know what I'm saying? I say something and they run, touch a motherfucker and they get offended. Like I done a post the other day about, uh, about fat bitches. You know, big, fat, funky, cheesy, chunky hoes. You know, hey, man, I've done a post about my daughter getting fat and how she got mad at me. We wasn't speaking. You know, don't nobody get a pass, man. I'm just telling honest to God truth. Like, I'm, I was telling, like I said in the post, I was talking to my daughter about her not letting her health slip because we got bad genetics in our family when it comes to health. So you got to take care of yourself. You can't just sit up and let yourself get fat. All she heard was me call her fat and she got mad. I'm like, oh, well, you know, fuck it. Get fat, fucking cheesy, chunky, and you know, ain't no nigga gonna want your big fat ass, you know, if that's what you wanna be, you know? And she got mad the motherfucker, but I don't give a fuck, it's the truth. So anybody, anybody can get it. You are an equal. Nigga, I, didn't win. I got posts about my own mama, my tea lady. Everybody go. I got posts about me. Everybody go, man. Nobody is exempt. Nobody is beyond reproach with me, man. Nobody. And it, 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 the shit started when I was, my mother told me two things when I was young that stuck with me that, that pretty much molded and, and, and molded my mind state into pretty much like what it is. One time I had, uh, I had, when I, I went somewhere and stayed gone all day, I think I had skip school, it was senior skip day, I think that that's what it was. And I was a freshman, but I always hung out with the older kids. And uh, I went to senior skip day and the school called, and I lied, and uh, we got into it, and I think I told her, I was grown and I do what I want to do. And she told me, son, a grown motherfucker don't have to lie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, damn, and the light bulb went off. And I was like, okay, I filed that. And from that point on, I ain't lying to damn motherfucker. I didn't lie to some hoes, you know, my gal every night. And she didn't call the nigga fucking up. I'm lying just to, and going on, man. I ain't fucked that hoe. But, you know, nigga didn't put dick on that hoe. But, uh, you know, and another thing, one time, I see, I've been smoking weed. Well, I don't smoke weed no more, but I started smoking weed at 14. And uh, I was 16, and I was, I just, you know, I went to school. I had the whole hallway smelling like weed. And they called my mama up there. And she knew I smoked weed. I smoked weed at the house. She let me smoke weed in my room. You know what I'm saying? 
And so when she got up there, she did a whole act with these people. And I, and when they left out the office, I was like, God damn, man, you act like you on the side, on their side. And she say, son, I'm on the side of righteousness. Mm. I was like, damn. Okay, then that's what it is. Because basically what she was saying is she was like, she don't put them people in your business. You know, matters what you do is how you do it. You know what I'm saying? And this ain't right. What you're doing coming up, you got the whole school smelling like weed, which it ain't. You put any people in your business. It ain't my business to let them know I, I know you smoke weed and I let you smoke weed at the house. That ain't my business to tell them and let them know. You nah, know, that's, so that's real. Now nah, that, that yeah. that's real. That, that that's real. That's the, the 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 real talk that you know is missing because now in school systems, again, nobody can be offended anywhere. And in that transition you're talking about is just everybody's gotten soft. Tradition has been thrown out the the window. Nobody cares. You know what was wrong is now right. Everything is just kind of reversed, and it's the reason why I love being out of the country because I can get back to some type of normalcy for me. Plus, you know, places like in different countries in Africa, if you get, you won't have police issues. Police pull you over, you know, a dollar or two solves that problem. And, and, and to yeah. me, to have a driver, to have a house help, to be able to pay the police and be able to blend in, um, it doesn't beat it. It's peace is what it is. It's the same thing that we see when, you know, we'll see Karen jogging at 3 a.m. at night. And we're like, who does that? You know? Man, I've been my pops. I was just talking to, because we got a community out here called Wood the Woodlands. And they got, like, trails, like, off, like deep off into the woods, like trails. And you'll see a white woman just jogging and just happy and, like, like totally oblivious, like at any moment, a motherfucker could jump out and grab her, but she's just totally like at peace, like God forbid that anything can happen like a motherfucker. And I was just talking, I was like, man, that really fucked me up when I seen that, that I'm like, man, this is a really a dangerous situation, but this, these white women like are totally at peace. You know, you, you I, I, I jog and I work out every day. And it's a it's an old lady. I always see her walking, and shit, I, we in the hood. Everything is wide open. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm on the block. You ain't nowhere to hide. If you do something, damn that everybody see you. But this every day I see this woman walking. She got a got a big ass stick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she feel like she needs something to protect herself walking around in a probably. I don't just know her, but I'm pretty sure if she's not from the hood, she's been in the hood her whole life. But yet she still feels the possibility of being threatened to harm. But here you got a white woman jogging in some trails that look like they fresh off a, a scene of America's Top Wanted where a serial rapist or some type of shit, and she's totally like, like free. That, and that shit there, I'm like, wow, man, the, like, fuck, man, the world. Wow, man, just, a, well, I got to process that shit some more. Well, what do you think about what I said? Because like I said, most countries, I mean, you could even go to Mexico. You could go to a lot of places. And well, I've heard, but I, I, I haven't ever been out the country. But I know that that type of, you know, if you're in Africa and ain't nothing but black people, you don't 
feel a certain level of peace. You ain't got the all the police are Africans, you know, so they not just roaming, just trying to to uh, beat up on on another black person like that. Now, if the situation get extreme, I've seen footage of of them getting extreme with the situation, but not just based on the fact of your skin color or some bias or some prejudice. It was that the situation escalated to that point, you know, not unless it was a dictatorship type thing where they just trying to wipe the people out, like in Rwanda or some type of stuff. But but on average, you know, and even in Mexico, you know, they they economic system is is uh, compared to our subpar. So yeah, the police, they not really tripping. They if you got some money, you know, going on about your business, man. I'm trying, I got a family to feed. What you doing ain't that serious. You ain't murdered nobody, you know, you probably, you know, driving fast or a lot of times I heard that, that they just recognized you as an American. So that's why they pulled you over because they felt like you had some money. So, and you, you willing to give some money up just to get up out of whatever the situation is. Yeah. And with that game, when you go overseas, um, you know, if you know uh, some of the dialect or some of the language, um, you know, you, you can show that now nah, I'm local, whatnot, my daddy from here or something like that, you know, you play around, but you know, I'm gonna have the smack water challenge where, and I'm just giving some game right now. Cause we don't like to just get it. I like to give it to the, um, I have a travel agency. If you ever say I do want to travel overseas and what happens is with the travel agency, um, you, and, you know, your team can go free and you bring your audience with you. And we, we, we did it last year um, with an influencer. They bring your audience with you. What you mean by yeah, that? So, so, you, so you tell your people, hey, you guys want to go to Jamaica. You want to go to, you know, Kenya. Oh, wherever. okay. Basically yeah. promote, promote. Okay, okay. Yep. You use your audience to promote and, um, you know, we're talking about, you know, going nice places because we want when we leave here, you know, like I, I might have said previous, when you have your driver and you have your house help, that might cost you one fifty for the month, you know, for the driver. One hundred dollars. You know, oh, you talking about outside the country, outside the country. Yeah. Well, you to know. have all that, that, that means you got a house and you got a car. I, if I go somewhere, I'm not I'm just visiting. I don't think I have all that. that. You know. Well, well, I, I I see I can I see in the in the future, and I and I just talk about oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. how how I see my life because I don't want to be in a, a nursing home. I don't want to have my whole life being under a microscope. I have a, a a pretty good life of of you know I set my surroundings and it's pretty good. But you are never out of the aim of the the white supremacists especially people think oh i can move to this neighborhood and i won't be bothered you might be bothered more there than just being in a neighborhood where you can kind of blend in and it's what you yeah. you know what you want I, I like personally i like neighborhoods where i see kids playing because kids don't play anymore like they used to and no uh, they, they want to sit on sit on on the phone and watch another little kid play with talk <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they yeah. made that dude down, that little dude, a bug top millionaire, man. That's, hey, because me and my partner, Lacemo, uh, we was talking about it last night because he said he was all uh, want to, his daughter watches it. The little, the little dude on, on, on YouTube who plays with the toys and, and, and he made the Forbes list. And uh, I was like, man, you know, at one point when I when I heard about it, I heard about it through the Forbes list. Like 
I was looking at like the top 30 under 30. And here go this little four, five-year-old dude on that. Then when I seen what he was on that for, I was like, you telling me he got rich because he sit on YouTube and play with toys and other kids watch him? And I was like, this is some of the craziest shit I ever heard. But then one of my partners, his kids watch him. And he said, his kids told him, because he told his kids, he's like, man, that's some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen. You sit down and uh, watch another kid play with toys. And then he said his kids told him, Gee, you ain't trying to play no basketball, but you sit there and watch other grown men play basketball all day. I was like, damn. That, that's real. That, that's real. I was like, damn, that's that's real. That's, that's real. That make all the sense in the world. And, and if you and if folks think about it, everything that you do in your life, people are getting paid to do exactly what you do, except that they've taken the steps to find out how they can monetize it and you know and build a team. I think that's the biggest thing for any entrepreneur is they don't they want to do everything themselves. No, nah, it's impossible, man. It's uh, you know, I've been doing this. I've been in the entertainment industry for quite a while. And uh, and when I've enjoyed my greatest success is when I've, I've had a team because your team is working when you when you ain't. You know what I'm saying? When you sleep, you got somebody working for you. It, it's nothing like you can't beat it. Ain't No one can do everything for themselves. And if, depending on what level you are trying to reach in life, you know, like if you are content with where you at in life and you like, okay, this is where I want to be and I'm all right with this level, and that's cool. But if you try to achieve, like a motherfucker be talking, I got Bill Gates dreams. Man, do you know everything, you know, that Bill Gates do and went through and, you know, the people he got, how many people he got to surround himself with to achieve that that status, that level of life, you know, so a lot of people got unrealistic expectations. First and foremost, yeah, first and foremost, people got to uh, align their expectations and their dreams and their goals. You got to align that with what's, what it really takes to get to them. You know what I'm saying? Like, you got to really do the research and find out what it takes before you could just say, oh, I'm a, this is what I'm going to do and this is what I'm going to be. Is this seriously what you want? Because it's a process for everything, and it, everything it takes it takes action, and you got to be about that life, man. Definitely. Can can you talk about how you built your team? I know you have your web designer, and and talk about you know your team, and were you able to find your team inside your family, or did you have to go outside? Because a lot of times, family uh, doesn't get what you're doing. My team just came through all, they came through just different various avenues, just being around or networking or knowing people, you know, knowing a person's capabilities, you know, or people around the city who who are involved in certain activities and somebody might know somebody, you know, your partner's. Your partners, or you see your partners do something, or and you like, man, how you do that? And you know, we share information, you know. So my team, it then came through a lot of different avenues. You know, I got it from my pops, you know, to 
to everybody that I deal with, man, I got a, 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 a nice assortment of people that I deal with directly and indirectly. Like, like everybody, they might be a part of the team, but they might just not be like directly just moving with the team at all times or moving with it, you know, purposely. It's, 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 it's kind of, it's kind of really hard to explain without you to somebody on the outside looking in, but, but you know, I got people, even people on my team like that just go to my page every day that shares, shares my post. That's part of my team. You got to look at them people as part of your team. You got to look at them if, if, if somebody is helping you to be successful, they're actually part, more than part of your team or more than a fan. They're, close, they're more than family than anything. If you're an artist and somebody buys all your music, that's like a, I know it's a fan. You don't know them, but like they providing you with the ability to be successful, to live the type of life you want to live, to take care of your family and your close friends. Like that means something. That's why I'm, I'm real. I'm real, you know, approachable with people when they tell me, man, I love you, man. I, I watch you all the time. I share your shit all the time, man. That's, and I appreciate that because, like, I, I read an article a while ago and it said the hottest commodity on earth right now is someone's attention span. Everybody is vying for somebody's attention. Mm -hmm. So for somebody to take time out their day, and if it's nothing but five or, or five or ten second Instagram clip, that means something for them to share it, for them to comment, for them to like, like, you got to realize TMZ reports who followed who on Instagram. Like, this is how important Instagram has become in pop culture. Now, nah, this real game. This, this is this is that real game that people have to, you know, a lot of times people want to buy their likes and buy a following just so they seem important. But this is the difference between purpose and when you just want to be famous and be seen. And, and it's a lot of that. With, with you know the team and you had mentioned you know you, um you, you, your lady what not is smackwater is he married is he you know nah, is I'm, he single I'm, I'm, I'm single my nigga i don't marriage ain't for me my nigga i'm 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 i operate on a different different plateau and a different plane and a different level of understanding that you know a lot of people are conditioned are conditioned by by what society tell them and, you know, I've done a lot of soul searching, a lot of reflecting, a lot of thinking, a lot of meditating. You know, I've been to the penitentiary five times, you know. And so uh, I know me and I'm good with me and I'm comfortable with me and I know what I want. And, you know, and, you know, you got some people that, you know, they feel like society told them or maybe they feel like purposely that they got a soulmate or one person is meant for them. But I know me, man. I I put dick on bitches, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? So ain't no need them. That's why I don't understand these athletes and entertainers and all these motherfuckers. You know, you get rich and famous, but you know you a hoe, but yet you still want to go get married. And then you like a motherfucker like Tiger, Tiger Woods. What's the whole point of getting married, my nigga? You know you fucking bitches. Just because this hoe might have sucked your dick and, I don't know, stuck her finger in your booty or some shit. I don't know what the fuck. 
because you fucking all these bitches, nigga. What you gonna jam all that up for for this one hoe, but you ain't gonna stop fucking all these hoes? What's the purpose? What's the point? So, so let me let me push because now you've opened up a box where now you're gonna have all the uh, the women who are down for that, and they say we don't care what you do, just you know come back to me. They're gonna come to you now. Uh, be all through the DMs. Um, they be in that motherfucker anyway. They on some oh, they do they be on some other shit. Like I used to be like when you see a woman crying about motherfuckers in their DMs. Like I kind of like we was talking about women talking about their movement and their fighting, they fight. Like, I I got to understand it because you get some crazy motherfucking shit in your DMs sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so, but they're going to come and they're going to say, I'm loyal and I, I'll hold you down and any, any time. And, you know, you talk about, you know, it's just that you haven't found that connection yet. So since you opened the box, I'm telling you, they're going to come. But when you talk about, you know, the, going to prison and serving that time and the bounce back. How did you bounce back? Because a lot of folks can't bounce back, and you you are living a, a, a your your best life right now. Well, you know I'm living. I wouldn't say it's my best life. Any day I wake up, I'm living my best life because I'm able to live. You know, or uh, but I just my partners them always say, man, they be like, man, smack you the only motherfucker we know go to prison and come home, and it'd be like, you ain't never fucking left. Like, you'd be right back at it. And basically, all I could tell you is to just get right back at it, my nigga. Like, don't ponder on all oh, this, that. Don't let shit, you know. Hey, when you in the penitentiary, you know when you coming home. So you got to start when, when you sign for that time, you know you on your way to the penitentiary. So you start preparing yourself for a penitentiary mindset. When you getting ready to get out, you know you coming home. So that's when you start preparing yourself for a free world mindset. And I'm I'm getting ready, man. Hey, man, when I touch down, you know, I'm coming. I'm, I ain't finna sit around. I'm not finna be feeling sorry for myself. I'm finna get out here and, and, and find my rotation, see where the fuck I fit in at. You know, I, I ain't nothing magical. I, ain't, I can't say that there's a formula all I did was came out and just got to it, my nigga. And that's all you got to do. Just put one foot in front of the other and get to the business up. You know what I'm saying? And everything else will start falling in place because you will start finding your rotation. You will discover what works and what don't work, you know, and just you just keep just keep applying pressure and adding on to the to all the knowledge that you will attain as you as you go along the way. And that's about the best advice I could give to you about bouncing back, just come home and, and bounce back, nigga, shit. Would, would you recommend uh, somebody who's coming out to try to find a job and what type of work or to just create a business? Man, I, I'm going to tell you the honest to God truth, I would recommend a motherfucker to do whatever they feel like is best for them. You know what I'm saying? This time I came home and found me a motherfucking job because I'm tired of going to the penitentiary. That's what worked for me, my you know what I'm saying? But if you feel like you you coming home and you finna hit the streets again, hey, by all means, try it, my nigga. You know, if that's what you feel like, you know, because ain't nothing I say or nothing nobody else gonna say. Like, I didn't seen a nigga way back in the gap. This nigga went to the penitentiary in 1980. Now, nah, he 
he, that was 94. He went to the penitentiary in 1979. Before crack was even invented, my nigga. He done 15 years straight. Got out in 94. The day he got out, he smoking crack. This nigga done 15 years and came home to smoke crack, my nigga. You feel what I'm saying? So, dude, you know, I, I, uh, I'm i pretty sure motherfuckers on his way out was telling him, yeah, my nigga, don't come back, whoop de whoop de whoop But he already had his mind set on pretty much where he was at with it. Nigga, I'm going to go out and do what the fuck I do, whatever the fuck it may be. You know, I just tell you, man, just do something to, to try not to go back to that motherfucker, my nigga. And I, and I ask every guest this, and with, you know, you, you are having success online, even though they are trying to silence you like a Alex Jones, what is, with, you know, with the success, what is your community give back that you're doing or that you would like to do in the future? Man, I got a whole bunch of different plans uh, for little things uh, for my community and, and all. Uh, the urban communities nationwide and, and if possible, worldwide. You know, at this point, I'm just really just trying to maintain. I'm, you know, I go out to when we have different little functions sometimes, give backs, or just, you know, you got people down here in my city, or uh, like Slim Thug, Trader Truth, uh, and they are uh, powwow and they out, they be having holding little things for the community and all that. Not every now and then I show up and, you know, lend my face to the, my face and name to the cause, you know, uh, so people can see because they, you know, I can't walk down the street without a motherfucker screaming out they car, cake ass nigga, and all this shit. You know, that comes with the love, you know, the streets love me, but I got a whole bunch of initiatives that I want to jump off and start some ideas. Uh, a few of them I came up with, when I was locked up, I don't just want to give them away because I don't, you know, but I, I got a, a few initiatives, man, that I, I plan on. If I'm ever permitted and put in a position to make them happen, I'm going to make happen. One for sure, because I got a, a hell of an idea for every every uh, urban community, like especially in America. man. 